We are back again. Back again. Just seems like we're just... Just rolling them out. Just rolling them out, just punching them out. 77? Are we on 77? I think we might be. 76, 77. We're getting up there. Oh, yeah. That's 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 almost a buck's ton. Well, it's certainly a brave knock. Hell of a knock. Uh, but not quite a bucks ton. Not, not quite a, a bucks ton. 81, is that well, a Well, I think ton? bucks ton was from like 85 to 95. Yeah. Doing what he had to. For Doing what he has to. Look, you know what? I wouldn't say 70 is out of the realm of a bucks ton, if mm. I'm being honest. We're, we're starting to work our way into it's a, a solid the score. It's yeah, a very, yeah. It's a very solid it's, score. It's, it's almost a bucks ton. I'd say, mate, if we're on 77, I'm prepared to say that's a bucks ton. Buck being Buck Rogers, if you don't realise, if you don't know, if you've never watched cricket in your life, rarely wasn't a big tonsman, Buck, <laughs> but he but he'd get a buck's ton but, quite regularly. But he'd grind, he'd grind, he'd, he'd grind, open, he'd grind to a very very respectable so- score, Tom, for his side. Often when we needed him most, well, always when we needed him most. So thus a buck's ton, a buck's ton, and I feel like you and I are starting to reach that level. That's sort of that we're in that realm now of bucks. You know what time. I mean? Coming yeah. in week in, week out. Sometimes, sometimes when we're nursing a little pain. You look like you are nursing a little pain, I'm, Eddie. I'm, I'm nursing a little pain. Eddie's nursing a little pain this weekend. Now, officially, we are still friends. Unofficially, <laughs> we're not mates. Eddie's dogged us on the weekend, guys. Punters, dribblers. If you were with Eddie on the weekend, if any of the listeners here with Eddie, then I just hope you know that you guys are kind of driving a wedge between the show a little bit, and I think we just need to be cognizant of that and, you know, just think about it for the future. So officially, we're still on. Unofficially, I'm not so sure. Uh, But that aside, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. You had a good weekend. I had a great weekend. Thus the pain. Thus the pain. And you can tell. My, can, eyes, are, my eyes are telling that story. They are. They, they tell a thousand story, words. I can see straight story. into your soul. Yeah. I'm bearing it all. You are. I'm going to be honest. Well, when you have had a big weekend, not just you specifically, but punters and dribblers the world over, yeah, yeah. it's almost impossible to hide it. Can't hide a fabulous weekend. You can't. And see, I had a fabulous weekend, but I'd feel like maybe I was I didn't have as fabulous a weekend. No. Just in terms of I've the seen, thing. I've seen you when you've had a fabulous weekend. Tom. And and by all means, and don't get me wrong, I had a fabulous weekend, <laughs> but I feel like maybe you may have done some things that maybe made, made it more a, fabulous. Maybe a little more fabulous. Yeah, yeah. A little more out there. Yeah, exactly. A little, little more diva. Yeah. yeah. We don't we, we you get it. <laughs> I think you get it. Eddie had a had a fabulous weekend. Uh, but look, I still, I still managed, I still managed to, to digest a little sport though. I did. Yeah, so did I. I managed to fit it in where I could. Mm. Um, there was a bit on. Plenty on. Plenty on. Plenty on. Had some league, had some union, had some soccer. Had a little, had a little, uh, Sheffield Shield as well. Well, let me just say a little later in the show, not that we're big to like coming up, but, (laughs) but coming up. I've got a little bit of a leaked test side. Uh, did you hear that, punters, dribblers? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? And by coming up, do I just do it now? Because, like, what? what is the point in... Do you, you want to hear... Is, is that what you want to hear? You I think hear, maybe... You want to hear the leaked test side? Well, I think it's this that far out. This far out. And my little my little uh, little uh, whispers on the wind that I'm hearing... Yeah, and you so, hear whispers. Hey, look, I, I might know someone who's spoken to a national selector. I might not. It might be wrong. <laughs> Could be could be utter utter nonsense. Utter hearsay, conjecture, 
but but you do hear whispers. But I hear you do, some have, you do have little birdies that. And sing. there's a couple of shocking selections from from what I'm hearing. When you say shocking, is it going to is it going to annoy me? I don't think it'll necessarily annoy you. None of these really annoyed me outwardly. You know, so, so you came out of you came out of it. Feeling all right about, about where we're placed for, for Gabba, well, Thursday the 23rd? No, I won't say that. I won't say I've come out of it feeling uh, like, you know, really super happy, mainly because we're so, it's still so up in the air, so close to the biggest series of, in, in Ashes history. Well, certainly in our lives. It, the biggest series is always the next one, Eddie. So That's this is the biggest exactly series right. in Ashes history. That's exactly right. And I just am not stoked on the sort of like turmoil we're in, a little bit of upheaval. Mm. That being said, here is the team. Okay. Openers. David Warner. Uh, yeah. The, is the Revenant? The Rev's there. The Rev. Rev's yeah. there. Yeah. But the turtle, Matty Renshaw, seems like he's been shown the door for Cameron mm. Bancroft of Western Australia. Mm. Now, he's, I thought when you said there was a couple of shock, shock calls, I felt like that's probably where you were going to start it off. Yes. Because, unfortunately, unfortunately for Matty... And for those punters and dribblers out there that have been living under a rock. Metaphorical or otherwise. Of course. course. Uh, Renshaw has now failed five times in a row. Hasn't passed 19. Mm. Five in the last five knocks. Now, when you're coming into the most important test series of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Without question. You cannot fail five times on the trot. I'm sorry, but you can't. And I like Renshaw. Great bloke. Tremendous, tremendous talent, Tom. Absolutely. Uh, dare I say, has all the hallmarks of a future test skip. Of a great test stayer. You know, yes. You know what I mean? Uh, hark back to the halcyon days of stayers. Yeah. God, weren't they the days? And look, it's... We uh, haven't had a good stayer up top for quite some time. And I thought Matty was... Matt, well, look, you know, Matt looks like he is our next great stayer, but... You know what? I think with every young test player, they get into the side and then they need to be dropped. Yeah. You need it's to be dropped. It's actually healthy. Yeah. All the greats have been dropped. Every They've one come of and them. gone, all of them. You dropped, you come back. Smudge was dropped, Eddie. 100% he was. Came back. So was the Michael Clark. So was Pop. So was Pop. You don't think Punda was dropped? Of course he was. That was mainly because he dropped someone in a pub in the cross. Of course but, he was. You know. I think even the Don was dropped. Don might have been dropped. Maybe not. Probably not the Don. But I'd say and if he, he was. was pro- and if he was, we're wiping that from the record. Yeah, we refuse to acknowledge it. But point being is, as a young buck that that has all the hallmarks of being a future test skip and another great star for our proud great nation, yes. maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's for the best. Because we don't want to throw him in, underdone, into the biggest series of no. all time and him and him buckle under the pressure, immense pressure, and then and then, and we, then never recover. Then we've got a we've little Jared Mullen. Jared Mullen, you know what I mean? We don't want to mullen him. No, we don't. We, the last thing we need is another mullen we on our hands. <laughs> we've all we seen don't how need that went. Another mullen. We know how that story ends. Oh, and it's never it never ends. No, well. it doesn't. Where's end Mar- well. Where is he now? He's uh, yeah. We know where he's. Yeah, there. we know where. He I is. don't think we even need. No, to No, we say don't need to. Because as I said that, I realised that it's it's better left unsaid. It's better left unsaid. So. As I said to you, D warns in. Mm. Matty Renshaw, gone yeah. for Cameron Bancroft, who I think currently, as we record this, is not out 90-odd for yeah, Western I Australia. Think, I, think he's, I think he's put his hand up. He's put his hand up, and the selector's gone, yep, you've taken your opportunity. I like that, I like that Sheffield Shield is playing a part 
in the selection, even though, as I just said, I was it stresses me out that we don't have like a rock-solid team that we're like, this is it, we know. I do like that Shield forms coming into the equation mm. a little bit, yeah. I must say. Yeah. Now, as we roll through the team, uh, we've got... Uzi Kawaj, three. Yeah, yep. he's smudge he's, four. He, he's really he's really grabbed this these three Sheffield Shield matches by the by the gonads as well by the proverbial testicles. Yeah, he's 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 playing some some nice cricket for for Queensland. Okay, well, well so Uzi's in. Yeah, smudge obviously. Skip. Petey Hanscom. Sure. The Victorian boy got a, got a, got a shade of future skip about him, Hanscom. Oh, very much so. I, almost the Victorian that could. Yeah. Just a waft of future skip potential. Oh, reeks of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he reeks of it. Reeks of it. Yeah. Now, number six, super contentious. Super contentious. <laughs> always Was always going to be. Always going to be. Let's see, if, let's see if what I hear have is heard aligns with what you've heard. Hilton Cartwright. That's what I've heard. Yep. Hunter said it's a foregone conclusion. And Hilton. the great man speaks, shall listen. And you know what, Hilton? He, he can bowl a little bit. He can roll the arm over. They haven't just gone for an out-and-out batsman. Mm, but sure. he can bowl. We've only got our, our bowling stocks are pretty lean at the at the at the, uh, at the current point in terms of reserves. Oh, over okay. Test quality. Okay. Okay. So okay. Uh, that's fair. You know, if you if you're worried about your your Pat Cummins of the world breaking down as you, he has done in as the he past. has done, you you have a Hilton Cartwright in there that can maybe take over. Maybe takes a couple of overs if it's you know 38, 39 degrees under that hot Gabba sun. Hot hot Gabba sun. Uh, so. Yeah, that makes sense. And he's, I mean, look, he's batting pretty nicely. Yep. And as I said before, when punter speaks, you listen. You listen. And punter goes, it's it's a foregone conclusion. Hilton's your six. Hilton's six. Big show. Uh, he shit the bed, I shit think, the today. Bed, I th- well, or the other, whenever, over the weekend. He, no, the, the, he just hasn't gone on with it. No, he's, had he a, he's got in a couple of times and just didn't go on for didn't the big knock that we needed. No. So, look. And I think he even said, "Look, I had a, I've had a couple of great opportunities to really cement that spot, yeah. And I've not taken I've, them. I've failed to do so. Failed. And look, if, you, if you're not going to, if your head's not right in Sheffield Shield on a on a Monday in front of three people, then you best believe that your head's not going to be right against Jimmy Anderson at the Gabba first morning. No, your head's just not going to be. There. It's just not going to be there in it's front of a, in front of a shocker." Block Brizzy crowd, bang for blood. Yeah. There's no way. No. If three people wig you out, imagine a Pat Gabber. <laughs> Can't be having it. No, no, no. So not that pressure, Tom. Hilton at six. Now obviously I think we know the bowlers locked in. Sure. Gaz, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood. Correct. Love that though. Love that. Th- those bowling stocks are stiff. Oh my god. That, that's they're a full. Real... Yeah, they're full. It's shocker. Chockers. But now seven. The other contentious position. I'm hearing we'll go to Peter Neville. Yeah, I've Wade heard dropped. that. I've heard that. Wade dropped. That makes sense. Well, he's a gloveman from way back. Yeah, yeah. Mate, Neville's the best gloveman in the country. That's beyond dispute. But the best the best gloveman by some way. And Wade, unfortunately for him, he's just... He was picked for his batting, which his isn't batting great. isn't great. Well, I actually heard he was picked for his mongrel. Which... Again, is an unquantifiable uh, sort of uh, intangible asset. <laughs> and whilst I do not have an issue with his mongrel, in fact, I, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm sort pro of, mongrel. It's in terms of like your cricketing skills I require for you to wear green for the nation during yeah. an Ashes series. It's it's uh, like so just just your fundamentals. Yeah. So if you're a batter, I need you to be able to bat. Mm. If you're a wicket keeper, I need you to be able to keep. Need your gloves to be solid. And then hopefully you and then, can bat. And then, well, and then if you're, you know, if you're a keeper, 
you need to be able to keep. Yeah. If you're a batter, we need you to be able to bat. Yeah. If you're a bowler, bowling skills would be preferable. Well, we'd certainly prefer We'd them. certainly prefer some bowling skills. But then after that, sure, I'll take some mongrel. Maybe some fielding. Yeah, yeah, Better that's true. Mongrel. Yeah, that's true. Maybe some fielding skills. General hand-eye coordination would be good. Yeah. An arm. So you, we've got a couple of things before there, mongrel. Look, there are a couple of things maybe before mongrel comes into it. But, hey, I'm not ruling it out as a... <laughs> I'm not ruling the mongrel out. But I'm just saying that, you know... Probably not in the top 30 or 40... Things that I'm requiring. Well, at least if you if you don't have any of the things above mongrel, then we've got a problem. <laughs> if you've got a couple of them, then sweet, maybe I can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mongrel maybe brings it up a little bit. <laughs> if you don't have any. If you don't have any of those things, then it's going to be it's going to make it hard. It's going to make it tough. So, as we finish the team there, just give you a quick rundown. Warner, Bancroft, Kawaja, Smith, Hanscom, Cartwright, Neville, and then the fucking bowling, you know, Lyon, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood. See, look, there's a couple of, well, there's, there's a couple of new faces in there, one new face. Has Hilton Cartwright played before? He has played yeah, a test. Has. I remember he famously got uh, struck on the testicles, I think, with a cricket ball, mm. fielding it somewhere. Bat pad? <laughs> Surely. Probably. It's a, certainly. Well, it's the t- it's the danger zone for nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's, know that. And that's where that's where your your debutants go. Yeah, yeah. Put you, your nuts on the line. Yeah, that's yeah, where the yeah, saying yeah. came from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an old cricketing term. It's an old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too displeased with it. Again, no. as you said, I'm probably not going to be upset with it. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm starting to digest it. Yeah. I'm going to go back and I'm going to. I'm going to look up Cameron Bancroft and see what he's about. Yeah. See what his numbers lie. Because that's it. I'm not really. Kind of, across kind, I want. I want. I want to know what kind of Australian he is, Tom. What makes him tick? That's true. Uh, and once I'm across those things, and if he, if he, if he, what stacks sort of families up, he come from? Yeah, yeah, what do his parents where's do? Where's he from? What's he? What's he know? What's he do? Is he like the son of an old farmer? What, or is, what you know, his, some... what are his passions? Yeah, exactly. Does he Hob- love his country? Does he love his outside nation? Of cricket? Does he? Does he watch rugby league? I'd assume he's a West Australian, so maybe not. Well, but I know they love their league over there. Some so of I, them do. I wouldn't be prepared to rule it out completely. I just need to know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. When that first nuts bowled. Well, if you're wearing a baggy green on day one, we're batting. Gabba. Gabba. Chocker. Block. I'm going to need a little bit of a backstory. Because you know, Smudge will win that. He'll win that toss. Yeah, you'd say so. I, I, I would go so far as to say he'll win every toss, uh, but that's just me. No, he's a phenomenal winner of a toss. Phenomenal winner of a toss. He's a tosser from way back. Can toss. Can toss. Will toss. Known to toss. While we are on Cricket Ed, we've got a... God's summer game, Tom. God's summer game. Uh, we've got to give out, and look, usually uh, this might throw a couple of punters and dribblers off. Usually we'll give out a VB a little later in the podcast, but I feel like we're on cricket. It would be remiss of us to just gloss over this. I think it deserves pride of place alongside the cricket chat. 100%. And that is uh, great Australian all-rounder. Great Australian. Elise Perry. Notching up a double for a country uh, in an Ashes test. 213 not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not. That's what valuing your wicket looks like, Renshaw. Not. 213 not. You want to, you want to, mate, he should have been taking notes. You want to learn a little about staying? Go ask Elise. She's got some stats around that that I feel like I've forgotten to look up. Uh, it was actually a maiden ton. Yeah, which is, which was surprising. I know they play a lot less tests, but uh, I was still like, less, that's... But apparently she was very much almost a little Shane Watson. I've heard in terms of obviously contributing more consistently, but. The Watto sort of 90s yips. Yeah. 
Got the yips over the 50 mark. Yeah, Watto grade yips. Prone to a yip post 50. Of the Watto persuasion. <laughs> but I can't remember Watto going on for a double. No. <laughs> Watto's uh, highest score, I think, is 101. One. Yeah, Watto, Watto wasn't a doubleman. No, no. He'd get 100 and then get out. Yeah. So, look, uh, uh, least if you're listening, and, and there's every chance you are. There's every chance. Just know that we're not putting you in the Watto bucket. No. God, no. Well, if, if and even if you were even if you were just sitting on the edge of that bucket, your 213 not certainly has kicked that bucket away. You've, it's, you've, you've booted the bucket. Uh, I think it's the, her, the third highest score for a female ever, Eddie. The highest Sick. by a female on Australian soil, Eddie. She's also... Only the second cricketer in the history of the game, Eddie, to be in the top 15 of bowling and batting, Eddie. So she's more like the Jacks Callis yeah, of women's cricket. Yeah, or is she like the new Donald Bradwoman? She's got Don Bradwoman written all, written all, all over, over her. And she gets the VB. And she's getting a VB. Uh, men... The men of the sporting world, I don't know if you, you're realising that there's a, there's a trend emerging here. We're, we've been giving VBs out to women because they're the only ones putting their fucking hands up. Absolutely they are. They're and the only ones putting their hands up. So if you've hey, got a problem with that, get to work. Man, woman, pony, pirate, if you're performing, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be drenched in, in VB. VB. That's the metric here for Victoria <laughs> Bitter. It's not about your gender. It's 2017, how dare you? It's not about your species, winks as a horse. Uh, it's about the performances you put out week to week. I didn't think that was fucking hard to understand. Clearly, it is for some people. <laughs> Clearly, Tom. Clearly. And quite frankly, it's sickening in this day and age yeah. that we have to explain that yeah, on air. It is. It's disappointing. The metric is success. Not gender. Success. Not species. Success. Find your super savings at the sale of our century, like our gorgeous ruby and diamond bridal set, now yours for only $1,299. T's and C's apply. Why are we letting robots take over? Will they create more jobs than they take? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. All right, so look, we just started recording. We accidentally deleted our entire football soccer segment, which we're not going to get all the way back into because no one really cares, let's be honest. But we were just discussing the goal scoring, away goals, home away goal rules. But in in relation to the soccer, the soccer upcoming versus Honduras. final deciding leg against yes. Honduras to make the World Cup in Russia. Now, I was under the impression, and I am by no means knowledgeable on this topic because I couldn't really care apart from qualifying the World Cup, that when it comes to uh, the current situation with Australia and Honduras, it was nil all in uh, in Honduras and now out in Australia. If Honduras were to say say the, the game was 2-1, mm. it would, and at full time, to Australia, mm. that there would be a penalty shootout because an away goal is the equivalent of two home. Mm. Which so, is, and I said, is incorrect. And Eddie feels that's incorrect. Now, punters and dribblers, please send in your no, thoughts. No, no, no. Let me clarify. Eddie, Eddie doesn't feel like he's incorrect. Eddie knows that he's correct. 
doesn't feel anything. He just knows. He just knows. So it's used as a tiebreaker if if the aggregate score, i.e. the total score across both ties, is even. Right. They go to who has the most away goals. Yes. That's how the tie, the first attempt to break the tie, if that fails, they get a they get all shootout. So extra time. My question shootout. to you would be: Yes, why is why are you saying one thing and Wikipedia, which is a very reputable news source, telling us another? Now, all I'm saying is, let me just read a little bit of the Wikipedia here. Does it? Say- <laughs> the away rule is most often invoked in two leg fixtures. Like yeah, this one, yeah. where the initial result is determined by the aggregate score. Yes, which is what I mentioned. I.e., the scores of both games are added together. But if the away team scores one away, that would be the equal to two home goals scored in a competitive match. Now, I don't. Does that make sense? I don't know if that is that going against your argument. Yes. Okay. Well, in many competitions, the away goal rule is the first tiebreaker in such cases. Yeah. So the the, the first tiebreaker. The away goals rule is the first tiebreaker. Yes. So it's used after the aggregate score. So aggregate score first, away goals rule second. Okay. The away so goals it's used, rule is the it's first. It's used as a tiebreaker. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It doesn't add to the aggregate. It just is if all goals added together are equal. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I think we were both right then. Maybe me a little bit more than you, but okay, sure. You want to talk a little bit of rugby league, Edward? Well, I just wanted to touch on uh, the astounding win out of the Pacific Islands on the weekend. Those Tongan boys. Those, those Tongan boys. They're some big old fellas. Some, those, those big, thick men. They are. Getting a big, famous win against the, against the Kiwis, 28-22. I'm half Kiwi, you're half Kiwi. This show is essentially half Kiwi, but I was loving it. I was going for Tonga. I was going for Tonga. I'm going to be honest with you. Sorry. I want to, I want to see the, the game I love growing in nations that love it too. Exactly right. You know what I mean? They, that was, I think the win on the weekend was considered, is considered the most famous win in the history of Tongan sport. Let that marinate, punters, dribblers. Yeah. And now, I'll give you the hot tip, Tom. Because they got that big W... New Zealand falls to the other side of the draw, so we'll we'll face them in the semis, which means Tonga's every yarn, every chance of of meeting us in the final. Because England's been mediocre. Yeah, they have. Always are, quite frankly. They've never been good. Well, they're poms, Tom. Exactly right. So winning's just not in their nature. No, it's not, sadly for them. Which, I mean, that's their cross to bear. The Kiwis certainly don't look like even mustering anything as much as a fart in this tournament. No, they don't, they don't think they... They don't look like they could muster a fart. No. They, they, they don't look like they've got it in them. No, they're, in, they're not intimidating. They look fartless. They Tom. look absolutely fartless. And you need a bit of gas in a World Cup. You need... Well, if you want to go to the big dance... The final, you're you going to have to have a little bit of gas. You if you want to get that gas. W, if you want to run over the top of those kangaroo boys, those boys in green and gold. Mate, the, the Aussies, they got an upset tummy. they got that much gas. Oh, my God. Good luck if you're coming in gasless to that fight, yeah. to that yard. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. How do you think Billy Slater gets around the field, mate? Gassed. You see him running? How quick he is? Yeah. Flying almost. Mate, he's gassed. He's gassed as hell. So, yeah, the Kiwis are fucked. Um... The Tongans, 
Uh, it was. It was. Re- I didn't even watch the game. Uh, but did you watch the? Did you watch? I watched the, the Harkers. Yeah, it was the, awesome. And the Civi Sippy Tower. The Civi Tower is one of them. But the the Kiwis trying to come real hard yeah. in there, one going first, and like a sofa Solomon getting right up in uh, Fafita and and uh, yeah, just Tamalola's screaming space. at them. I was like, Tamalola's fair, but Fafita was playing for Australia. Yeah, but so- also like you're really gonna you got to back that shit up if you're gonna come hard like. And not and not win, you just look like an idiot. You look you look like an idiot. And then what I liked even more was that the Tongan Sippy Tower had fucking Tao Malolo standing there in the middle eating it. Like uh, yeah, and he just sort of rises up as they all go down, and you just go, oh my god, this is what peak physical human looks like. Ah, uh, is that man an Adonis? Yeah, is that? Or are my eyes deceiving me? Is that the hottest Tongan of all time? That's. Got to be the hottest Tongan of all time. I'd say that. Just that jawline. Yeah, that the 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 thick, the thick girthy nature of his body. And by girthy, I don't mean in any way fat. Not I mean, hippie. No, I Not mean like girthy, like hippie, like like a girth, girthy muscle. So someone just if you if you're listening, send in a photo of a hotter Tongan. I defy you to be able to do it. I, I dare you. Yeah, I dare you to find one. There is no Tongan on the face of this earth, Eddie. That is even half the man. Not even half the man. He's a Tongan tan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I shudder to think about what what was getting thrown his way after that win. Oh yeah. Every little bit of Tongan tail for a Tongan tan. Yeah. Yeah. He he'd have needed a big stick. He probably has one. <laughs> As we head into the festive season, uh, I know you and I were talking off air that we just didn't feel like there was enough enough quality autobiographies coming up. Well, we've only got memoirs of a smudge, as got, far as I was aware. Well, you're absolutely right. Only got memoirs of a smudge currently on, on bookshelves. Stocking fillers. That, that's right. But I felt like that wasn't quite enough. Definitely needed another stocking filler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you could agree it felt a little light out there. Well, I mean, you, you don't think that I'm reading memoirs of a smudge on the first day? Yeah. That thing's a page turner. We all know it. <laughs> uh, filled with some quality snaps of, the, of, of smudge as a young fella. Yeah. It's was, a must have. Uh, it's a must have. It's a must have, Eddie, for must your summer read this edition. Cricket, uh, this cricket. This cricket season. This cricket season. But, but yes. we've been blessed. The sporting gods have blessed us with another book, another stocking filler this festive season. What is it? Your 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 man, my man, Australia's favourite martial artist or boxer. I think boxer's a better well, word. Well, yeah, fighter. Yeah. Jeff the Hornet Horn. Get out of here. Hornet's got a book? Yeah, called the Hornet. Oh, you know what? I'm glad he called it the Hornet. Yeah. What else would you call it? What else would you call it? So is it basically just going to be documenting the 12 rounds he fought Pacquiao? Yeah, is that that's essentially... correct. So we get the training camp before. We get all the hullabalooza in the lead up to the fight. We get Freddie Roach's uh, dirty tactics. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Telling him he has to use white tape instead of crane tape. Riveting stuff like that's, that. That's dirty tactics that's, in my book. That well, is, that's mate, real game. If you want to unsettle a man, if you want to unsettle a man, make him change the color of his yeah. tape. Now, how do we How do we uh, feel about about the Hornet as an author? Do we think he's got a – is he quite poetic? Or you reckon he's going to be matter of fact? I think he's. I think he'd be a pretty matter of fact sort of man. What I've heard as well is that a lot of his personality shines through on this book, so thus making it the uh, essential stocking filler that we're talking about here. Really riveting stuff, and a lot of this, you know, you can tell Hornet's actually a real funny bloke. 
You know, you just he's get hilarious. That, you get that vibe from him. He's a bloody character. Uh, is life of the party too much? I don't think it is. I, I think that might even be uh, on the back of his book as sort of like a quote from, you know, yeah. life of the party, Jeff Horn, one of the great reads of modern times, mm. one of the great sporting autobiographies. Yeah. Up there with Open from Andre Agassi. Exactly. That's yes. what they're comparing it to, that that caliber of book. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, they both have stories. Hornet, grew up in Queensland, taught some kids. Yep. Went, uh, it was a boxer for a bit. Drives an old car. Yep. Uh, did a bit of boxing. Got a new pool. Got yeah. his lawn done. Yeah. Got an indoor pool put in. I think that's a chapter and a half, maybe yeah. a couple of chapters. I think that's a couple of chapters. Well, because yeah. I think there was initially a problem with some of the piping. Yeah, the piping so wasn't quite right. So I think right. the, yeah. second, the, the, the second chapter is about the pipe fit out. Yeah. Third's um, about the new lawn he got put down. We've got some uh, Kentucky bluegrass, yeah, I believe. You're absolutely right. Uh, there's a there's a whole dedicated... Chapter dedicated to the Kentucky bluegrass and how, the soil quality. Just how durable it is, well, Tom. It's 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 you know it's the Jeff Horn type grass. It's it's durable. It's the grass for it's, all seasons. It, you're absolutely right. It's going to stand up to the rigors of the harsh Australian sun. Queensland climate. Queen, well, exactly, and that's really the test, isn't it, of any good grass? Well, it's the test of good grass, Tom. It's the test of good grass. And so you're dead right it gets a chapter. <laughs> yeah, of course it does. I can't wait to read it either. <laughs> you're dead right it gets a chapter. Read. Also, he's, I think he's got a chapter dedicated to like quality call-outs. Now, we did all see him call out Floyd. I think he's called out Connor. Now, I don't know if they... Uh, I think it... I oh, know that's that's his upcoming book, Tom. Oh, the Art of the Call-Out. <laughs> the Art of the Call-Out by Jeff the Hornet Horn. Horn yeah. Hornet 2, yeah. the Art of the Call-Out. <laughs> Essential Easter stocking filler. We're just we're just just play by play of how to call out the, the greatest fighters on the planet on the and, and land them. Oh, absolutely. Well, at least at least I mean, landing. We're not yet landed. Like we're not sure. But well, certainly, he, well, he landed one. Pacquiao. Yeah, he landed Pacquiao. Yeah, right. No, you're right. He got Pacquiao. Did knock him off. Dusted him. Got a win. No got one's to... taken away from the win. No, I'm we're so... just talking about the books. No, please, Jeff. Th- half the reason we're reading the book is because of that famous famous win. Not knocking the win. But I will say the, 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 the grass is why, you know, you come for the win, you stay for the grass. <laughs> now, this is a little bit dark, Eddie. Yeah. This is, a bit of, this is the darker side of sport. Not too dark, dark, I hope. Well, I mean, you brought it up with me beforehand. Uh, uh, and yeah. I think you were just sort of wanting to hand out. Now, look, uh, we're not flippantly handing out a light because we realise the nature of the situation. But Yelena Dokic's dad, Demir Dokic, like, Beating the shit out of her her whole life is like, so one of the scattest things I've ever heard. Elena's come out with a new book, basically just chronicling the horrendous childhood she had, abuse at the hands of her demented father. Yes, uh, like literally made her stand there while he whipped her with a belt and shit. Like <sighs> even even when she like was so progressed in her career and like a woman, yeah. when she lost the semifinals at Wimbledon. Like, lo- didn't let her sleep in the hotel with a fan. Like, she had to go find someone to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like hectic shit. In the 2000 Olympics, she wasn't allowed to stay in the Olympic Village with everyone. She was made to go stay out, uh, like, just with him somewhere. Apparently oh. knocked her out once. God. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. So that bloke can have a light. Yeah, he can have a light. And maybe we won't give him the light. No, no, no. He can fucking, he can drink it off the floor. I mean, I don't even know if I want to give him the light beer. Or do we just give him the metaphorical light and be it, done with it? It's just a metaphorical <laughs> light. It's a put down, Tom. You know what I mean? It's certainly the harshest thing this show can give out. Tom, as as you know, 
as the as the punter and the dribbler know, on this show we we celebrate the loyal punter and the loyal dribbler. Yes, that's what we're that's what we do it for. That's what we get in here every week and do the hours, put in the hours for, grind for the the punter and the dribbler the world over. Yeah, what you don't think there's listeners in Dubai, North and South America, Russia, Africa, absolutely Anta- Africa. Our Antarctic listeners, love, phenomenally love loyal. our Antarctic listeners, love our Antarctic listeners. Some of our some of our most loyal. Beautiful people. Yeah. Just beautiful people. Nepalese. Yeah. Gorgeous people. Tibetans. They can yarn the Tibetans. They love their footy. They love their rugby league. They love their cricket. They love their rugby league. They literally live for cricket. Oh, God. North and South Korea. I'm sorry. North Korea. Look, we don't get into politics. They're listeners. What do you want us to do? Kim loves it. Kim loves it. Kim's actually asked us over there. We've thought about going. We've, we've, we've considered it, but just not in the current political climate. No, it's all, I don't, it's all look, hot for us. We, well, it just, we don't want to take sides, Eddie. We're, we're, we're staying neutral. We're neutral. We're neutral. We're neutrals, Tom. But when I hear of a, of a dribbler who, from what I've heard, hasn't missed an episode. Really? Yeah. A, a, one of those OG dribblers. An OG dribbler. Okay. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Who? Who, are you? who, who is this dribbler? George Simons. George Simons? Yeah. G'day, George. What's the, can we have a bit of a background on this dribbler? Uh, just apparently, just a dribbler. Yeah. Loves his NBA. Loves his NBA. Yeah. Sorry we couldn't provide more NBA chat for you, for you uh, George. Yeah. Just not in our repertoire. Nah, well, I mean, not at the moment. Could be. Simmons is just playing well all the time, so there's not much to talk about. Yeah. I mean, he's just carving up on his uh, way to the rookie of the year. Where's, that, jo- where's, just where's George from? Do we know? Uh, Sydney boy, I think. Sydney boy? Yeah. Well, look, just another example. We didn't mention Sydney is one of the places where we're, we're big, but it is also one of the other cities, one of the other nations just in Australia. One of, just one of many. Yeah. So to him... Thanks for listening, George. Just keep doing what you're doing. Hey, you know what, George? Keep spreading the good word. Spread it, mate. Spread, spread the good it. word. That's your job. That's it. That's all you need to do, George. Spread it. Ta-ta. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>